Hello, this is Popcorn, the life of Move 9, Nigerian MC. I know a lot of people are wondering why I'm not going straight to it, but there are a lot of things that have happened along the way, a lot. So I'll be dabbling back and forth into those little stories here and there. But where we stopped, we stopped at um, a point where I won three Channel O Music Video Awards. You know, rolling with question mark. It was a good thing. If I was given a choice to go back in time and see what I'll do it again, I'll do it again. I'll sign. I'll sign to question mark because it took me to the next level. So yes, came back from uh, South Africa with three awards and people were paying attention to me. I'm getting shows. I was I was getting some decent shows, but still under question mark. And um, I was later. That year, I really traveled in 2006. I did a lot of traveling. I went to Germany. I did a tour with Idris Abdul Karim, Rugged Man, African China. Went to Germany, went to five cities in Germany. That's where I met Jay Rutledge. I met uh, my boy, uh, George, George Mills, and also DJ Grizzly Adams. He's just Grizzly Adams. And uh, I built a friendship with these guys and we're still doing stuff with each other. I still go to Germany. That friendship that I built has hooked me up several times. I, I opened for Killer Priest in uh, in Berlin, and that was because of these guys that I met when I went to Germany in 2006. So yeah, in this episode, I'll talk about my second trip to South Africa. I think it was in October 2006. So my boy LD was in South Africa for a couple of years. So he gave me the hookup with a guy called Dylan. It was a white guy that had dreadlocks, married to a Liberian girl. And uh, I basically went there to shoot the video for the glow advert that I recorded. Now I did this without question mark really knowing. Because I know every time I try to do something, I tell them, ah, I want to do this. Like, We're like, no, we don't need them. We don't care. We're going to make more die bigger than them. We're going to do this. With like, oh my God. Do you know that I would have had a song with Akon? Akon wanted to do a song with me. And just because it was Sheila and Sheila had a, and uh, I think one of the directors had a problem with Sheena. He's like, I don't care. I don't care. We're not going to, we don't care. Munain is going to do big songs. Gonna, oh boy. Me, I was just in the corner saying, please, just agree now so I can do a song with Akon. I'm locked up, won't let me out. I could have been the one to do that. But instead, it was ego, ego. Like, man, ego is crazy, man. So yeah, that's how that went under the bridge. No song with Akon. So I was like, this one, I ain't going to tell them because if I tell them, they're going to say, no, we don't care. So no, I just kept it to myself. This is how it happened. I was just minding my own business. I almost wanted to start it like a Smack Murder Mook battle format. I was chilling. I got a call from Smack. No, I didn't get a call from Smack. I got a call from DJT. Now, DJT was doing some work for, I think it was Rosabelle, the advert agency that uh, Glow was using. So I think there were, in the office, they were talking, ah, we need someone to come and write a rapper, blah, 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 and do this, this. Uh, I think they mentioned another rapper and DJT said, no, 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 call mode nine. So my phone rang and it was DJT. I was way on the island 
And Rosa Bell, everybody knows. Okay, for those who don't know, Rosa Bell is around. When you get to Ikeja Roundabout, it's on your right. Well, if you're coming from the island, it's on your right. Come from Eco FM, it's on your right. So, DJT told me, you better jump on a bike. That's the only way you're going to get here on time. Jump on a bike from the island to the mainland because there was traffic. He said, jump on a bike. You have to be here now. I was like, this has to be important. And you know, DJT, don't mess around, man. Like, I was like, okay. So, I jumped on a bike, weaving through traffic. And I had my cap on. So, some people in cars would just look at me. They'll look at me and they're like, ah, see, more time, more time, more time. Mind you, I had won three channel all music video awards and I was weaving through traffic on an Okada. So yeah, I finally got there. When I got there, DJT just said, listen, they need to, uh, they're gonna do this advert and we, I want you to write the rhymes. What is it about? It's a Glow advert. Hmm. I know somebody who works for Glow. But then this was that, this is what agencies do. This is what agencies do. You know, they hook it up. So, I saw, you know what? They wanted me to voice it. And they told me how much they were going to pay me. Good money, man. I'll just voice it. Who cares? Just voice it and go about my thing. Because I had a a show, a Star Trek show. And I think it was one of these shows. Young Jock. I think it was a Young Jock. Young Jock was coming to perform. And I was on the bill. So, I was going to go for the press conference. And press conference was somewhere around Costain, MBL. So I was like, okay, I'm I'm in the area anyway, so cool. And that was some good money. So um, I just felt that I could just go jump in the studio, do it. It's just eight bars and a hook. Come on, that's so easy. So it was an older guy that wrote the lyrics, and when I read it, I wanted to laugh, man. My sides just split open, like, what the hell is this? This doesn't even rap. The guy just said, you know me, I'm just a copywriter. I don't know. I just know the information that uh, they need to do the rap. I am not a rapper. I'm not even a poet. I just wrote down what we need. Like, I said, you did well, but don't worry, leave it to me. I know exactly what to write. I walk around with a smile on my face Cause I run things at my own pace and I just quickly wrote it It took me less than I wrote it on, in the cab on the way to the studio Shout out to Ben Gawe Ben Gawe was there He was the guy that was managing Remedies back in the day So he was working for that agency too So I just wrote it quickly They, they probably were hyping me to the, the South African guy that was in Roosevelt, they were hyping, hyping me, like, man, that guy's a dope rapper, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 shout out to DJT. So, we got to the studio. The studio was around Alade Market. It wasn't far from Roosevelt. It's probably, if there's no traffic, it's less than four minutes. Less than four minutes, no traffic. But of course, there's a bit of traffic. So we got there, and uh, I've forgotten the name of the producer, but I know that he used to produce for Idris Abdul Karim. In one of the later podcasts, I'm going to find out his name and I'm going to insert his name because I have to give that guy props, man. That guy is, he's on point. So we got to his studio and then 
told him, he said, well, what does the chorus look like? This is my world, I rule, I rule. This is my world, I run things. This is my world. Okay, cool. He just played something, played something. There was a girl, there was a girl in the studio and she did a hook. And then when she finished that one, she, we did two versions. I did my rap and then she did a hook. She did a hook. Then the second one, I did the rap, rap hook. Just as I was finishing, just the last part. This is my world, I rule around things. Just the end of the chorus. I just saw like five people walk into the room. It was from Rosabelle and uh, a couple of other guys, Niger guys and Bengawe. No, Bengawe was already with us. I think it was some other guys. Okay, so um, they came in and they were like, you finished? I was like, yeah, I finished. The white guy was like, yeah, so he was surprised. He was just looking at me like, for just hit, not for hair to, you finished? I was like, yeah. I mean, the producer, he didn't even take him time to make the beat. He just put the drums, played some chords, played the bass and everything, and he was done. Likewise, me, I just, I didn't even waste time. It was eight bars, man, and then a chorus. Come on, man. I was pro, I was a professional, right? I just finished recording a whole album, man. You don't expect me to waste time trying to do that. I just did it. One, two, one, two, and I was done. So um, they listened to it and they loved it. Funny enough, the guys from Roosevelt, they chose the one that had no singing. The girl, the one that the girl was saying, this is my world. They're like, nah, they don't want that. They want the one that's rap. And uh, I immediately, I just signed the, what, what did I sign in? Bengawe just gave me an envelope with money. I think it was like 200K, 200 grand. It was about 200K. Just for that, I was like, wow, that's the easiest money I've made in a long time. Like just to do one tirap in less than 20 minutes, I was done. Just took my 200K and I bounced. So I went for the press conference, you know, at MBL. I was just there, you know, sitting down, drinking a bottle of Star and everything, just enjoying the ambiance. And then guess what? My phone starts ringing. And it's like, Benga, where I was like, in my mind, I was like, oh my God, maybe they want to tell me that I should come back to the studio to go and change something. So I was about to say, no, I'm not going to change something. And then he just, I was like, Mood 9, where are you? I was like, yeah, I'm here. I said, please, can you come out for just a few minutes? So I left the press conference. They're almost ending the press conference anyway. So I left the place. Then I, uh, went outside and I saw him then he said listen but I don't know I, was, I just want to run this by you I want to run this by you if you're down with it you can you know do it if you're not don't worry it's, it's all covered anyway he said the white guy from South Africa was wondering whether I could go to South Africa and shoot the video now the only problem is the money they allocated for this is fixed and they already had a model who was gonna lip sync what I did. They were gonna send my recording to the guy and the guy was gonna learn it and he was gonna do, he was gonna pretend like he was the one rapping on stage and that was the initial plan. And the guy was asking whether I could go to South Africa and do that. I'll just look and then the money well the money wasn't crazy because it was the same amount of money they, were, they had all allocated for the model and I just look win-win uh, win-win a free trip to South Africa again 
again a free trip to South Africa and them taking care of me and I have this money this bunch of money in my pocket it's not crazy but it's a good amount of money it's better than the money they pay for uh, shows in Nigeria so I'm like hell yeah but I had to deal with my question mark guys because they could be very erratic when it comes to things like that so I, I broke it down for them in a very very nice way I broke it down for them you know but <laughs> it was crazy because they still raised hell they were like we're gonna sue glow yeah yeah we don't care man we're question mark we're gonna sue glow <laughs> It always happened that way, man. But I just let I had to let Benga know that listen, man, let me just do this. Trust me on this one, let me do this. I didn't really give them the details, but I went. I went to South Africa, all expenses paid. Immediately I landed. I landed uh, this in the airport. They took me to my hotel room and they said the video is this morning, nine o'clock. Yeah, 20 minutes to get ready. I got ready, I hadn't slept all night. Went there, shot the video. We finished around nine o'clock. I was already sleep dozing off. One of the one punk rocker girl that was doing makeup, white girl, her and her mom were doing the makeup. She gave me something and I just took it. I took it. It was a liquid, kind of like jelly. I just I just took it and I what? My ears are like I was like sharp, wide awake. And I was able to do like two more hours. Then after two hours, I was really tired again. Hmm. I don't know what they gave me. They gave me another one. It brought me up again, wide awake, but it wasn't like the first time. And that's what happens when you're chasing the first time. So we finished the video. Video was nice. And then I went back to my hotel room. I slept with my shoes on. I was so tired. I woke up in the middle of the night, took off my shoes. And guess what? That first day, I don't know who booked the flight, but they booked it that immediately I get to South Africa, I do the shoot, then I have one, two, three, four, four days. It was a five days, I was there for five days. I have four days doing nothing, but they were giving me per diem every day to eat, to feed. I hardly had to spend any money to feed. I only went to an Indian restaurant once. I, I hooked up with Dylan. I met uh, Herbie, Herbie, there's a, there's a South African rapper. Herbie something, like I've forgotten his other name. And he was cool, he was from Zimbabwe, Herbie. And we hung out, we were just chilling, you know, going to different places, went to a, a spoken word show. Yeah, it was cool. South Africa was really was really nice. We went to Moloto, is it Moloko? Moloko or Moloko? DJ Waxy was supposed to take me there, but Dylan ended up saying, hey, you wanna go to a cool club? Uh, don't wear trainers, don't wear Timberland boots, and don't wear a hat. I said, yeah, I have that. I had some native, I had one very nice African wear, so I wore that. And we got there. And guess who I saw there? DJ Waxy. But it's cool. And we're chilling, Pro Kids manager came through, you know. And then they introduced me to one Nigerian guy that deals in Harley's, Harley. He said he, said he wants me to buy a bike I was like man I'm not a biker man but if you give it to me I'll take it so yeah man this is just my little adventure in South Africa after doing the advert it was really cool went to different clubs my punk rocker club one of the girls took us there it was mad so I went back to Nigeria happy 
and after a few days i had to face my guys <laughs> i had to face my guys man my guys weren't happy they were like you gotta be on point yeah <laughs> i'll see you guys next week man peace popcorn my life is a movie